St. Louis Public Radio, in partnership with the Missouri Film Office, proudly presents the latest installment of our unique audio drama. This is Stand Your Ground, the stage play. Lights, audio, action. Stand Your Ground continues. I'm a young black man Doing all that I can To stand Scene opens to Captain Daniels, who is greeted by the lawyer when he walks in his office. What are you doing here? Two weeks in Cancun and your face is not what I wanted greeting me. Okay, so maybe not the prostitute. Not that again. But black, teenage male, 16 years of age. Killer walks from the crime scene, no arrest. City police fails with stand your ground law. How's that for your cover story? And you're telling me this? Seems like you've got your case, your district, again, your men. His white stepfather, Frank Walton, called me for representation. Just can't understand how the shooter became the victim. Hmm. Now you have something more than a poor, angry black family to deal with. Can't escape this one so easily. Gotta be kidding me. Prayer vigils have been occurring every night since the crime. Public protesting, more marches are just around the corner, especially once CSN, National News, covers the story tomorrow morning. I guess the public cares enough about this story, huh? Now your real work begins. We'll see each other soon. I'm sure of it. Damn. Damn. Scene opens to Pat sitting in living room, listening to the news when she drifts asleep. This damn justice system. These trigger-happy police. These thugs that don't make it easy for nobody around here. I am tired. I ain't never thought my son would be dead before me. But this is what happens when you keep hanging around the wrong people. I'm sorry. Police popping my son? But the old dude who Dylan's still running around? Yes, this is what they don't want us to talk about in the black community. But I ain't being quiet. I can't be quiet no more. About none of this. All this killing? coming out of our own neighborhoods. Just too much, too damn much. What a remarkable interview from the mom of a recent police-involved shooting. I'm really lost for words, but I think she summed it up pretty well. Yes, what resonated the most with me was her declaration to not being quiet anymore. Because those of us who come from those particular communities understand the code of not speaking out. But I think that more voices, especially from our mothers, need to be heard. People are listening. I think you're correct. I certainly am. And I'm certain that her message touched the heartstrings of our viewers. Remarkable. More after these messages. We'll be right back. Scene moves to spot on Patricia, who appears sleeping during the news report. She is dreaming. Thunder sounds. The cast is strategically placed on stage as if they are in a courtroom. The stage is lit. The dream begins. All right. In the case of Thomas versus Brady, without prejudice or judgment, I would like to hear your statements. Please state your case. I was a good mom. Not a moment passed by that I didn't know what was going on with them. And they were good boys, too. I don't know how I missed it, but I did. Order in the court. But I wasn't finished. Sir, please continue. Sir, I didn't see anything. I mean, I didn't want to see anything. I called the cops. He could have done more to help me. Thomas? What are you eyeballing me for? How was I supposed to know he lived there? 
that it was a damn ring of keys the kid was going for. The kid was tough, mean face. Gave me a lot of attitude like one of them housing project kids do when you're trying to talk to them. I was just trying to hurry. I tell you, I served as a first lieutenant in the U.S. Marines, and I've never had a Marine give me resist like that kid did on that night. He was a fighter, a killer. I've never had a fight before, not for real. But Mom says if it ever happens, just give everything you got, so I did. It is my civic duty to protect and to serve my neighborhood. That's what I do. That's all that I do. Hell, I'm a tax-paying citizen, and it's my right to live without threat. The kid was dangerous, looked dark-skinned, with some black-ass hooded sweatshirt. It was raining. Just was sure I had seen his face on the news or the papers. Maybe I'd look like someone else. That God-blasted black hoodie put my mind in all kinds of ways. I just don't know what's under there. What kind of evils, if any. Made me think he was one of them gangster types. The hood was off my head when he shot me. He could have been a white man, just so you know. Would have went down just the same. Like I said, I ain't never seen him before. So I was scared. I was so scared. So I reacted. So I reacted. I mean, and I panicked. And he attacked me, and I don't know. Before I knew it. Before I knew it. Damn kid was lying on his own pool of blood. He shot me. It was morbid, it, even mind-blowing. How that kid screamed from just one bullet. It hurt so bad. Hell, I'd seen men take five bullets. Less agony. It hurt so bad. Yeah, I put in the call. I guess I could have waited. But what good would it have done if somebody's house is being robbed or, or, or somebody getting killed for that matter? I was going into my own home. I followed proper protocol. Why did you shoot me? You stop. You stop it right now. I am not the racist. I just know that's what you're thinking. You and all of America right now with your marching and protesting, I was threatened. You attacked me. I do apologize to your family. I'm deeply sorry. That kid attacked me. And I protected myself. And it is my right, as you United States citizen of America, by all laws, that abide to defend myself when under attack. And that you better be damn sure. Is what I'm going to do. Scene opens the spotlight on Miss Abram and moves into Mr. Keene's classroom with Jeannie and Miss Abram. I'm still trying not to remember him, but the sorrow. A mess is stirred in the community. I miss him. We all do. It's been over a month now, and they want to know. They have to know. But why so soon? How are you hanging? You know how I do. I, I keep it on push. What can we do? Life just keeps happening, right? Yeah, students were amazing in their protest. I just tell you, I didn't know so many of them had so much heart. Just mind-blowing. You call it heart. I call it rage. Ain't nothing nice about this, Jeannie. I wasn't trying to infer. I'm just happy they're standing for something. Oh, Jesus, did I say something wrong? No, Jeannie. Never mind. So, speaking of heart, something has been broken. I've never graded so many failed exams, ever. You too? I get it, but I don't. They are still in school. Oh, come on, give them a break. They're emotionally erratic. Something is off in their environment, we know that. So they can't learn. Come on, studies prove it. This was really bad. 
It's been bad, Jean. Am I not getting something here? Yeah. Grief is one thing, Jean. Laziness is another. This was happening before, Thomas. Now it's just more blatant because we're supposed to just be so understanding right now. Can't keep perpetuating that. You give a dog a bone, they gon' bite. I think that analogy bites off more than it can chew. <laughs> funny? No, not funny. And you've been wanting to really talk, so let's talk, Jeannie. More of our children are sinking than swimming. Not because they can't, but because they're choosing not to do what they're supposed to do. Test scores can't prove that. Then what does? History. Thank you. Comparing where we were to where we are now before that soft-ass, overly political, white-ass government, no offense, infiltrated our homes telling us how to raise our children and educate our students. I thought we were talking about test scores. We're talking about the system. What is this? Beat on the white chick day? I'm not the system. Jamie! Look, it ain't personal, but you ask, so... Okay, and all I'm implying is that emotional health is important. Yeah, emotional health is important. But let's not act like if treating these students like babies in the world that only sees them one way is more harmful than it is helpful, especially with students of color. Preach. They're teaching us how not to work for it, Jeannie. To be sad, to be angry, reactive, traumatized because what we have and what we don't. People die, go hungry, poor every day. Struggle ain't new, and especially not to people of color or to anyone who has fallen below the poverty line. A man builds strength through proper resistance, education beyond feelings, discipline and exercise in our minds like human beings are supposed to do. Because feelings without sound rationale creates ingrates, criminals, narcissists. And those are the ones that are out there either thugging or policing our streets. And I know I ain't said much about this like I want to, but this is whack. I ain't much talking about the boys in blue because you got your good ones out there. It's this system messing with our heads. We lost a student because these civil rights, laws that become lost in translation between reality and emotions. And now people are emboldened to do bad for some reason. Ain't no way a man can come up on someone else's property, scream he's scared, shoot the occupant of the property and walk away without being in prison unless... I'm not touching that. I'm really not. But you should, Jeannie. You should. You really want to know what's going on and how to reach these students beyond their emotional vulnerabilities? Get to know this system that's perpetuating this blanket of fear and hypocrisy, laziness and incompetence. The students are watching, probably more than we are, and we're going to have to answer them one day. Sh ain't right. I hear you, and I'm going to go to my class now and think about that. I am. Thank you. That's so much to think about. Well, you were tough. I'm just tired. So, how do you do it so well? I really don't know what you think I do so well, but if I'm thinking what I think you're thinking, then I think you just need to open your mouth and talk. That's all I do. How about that? And the fact that I feel so sick? Comes with the territory of truth. You can't be so selfish when you're in this kind of position. By will, or force what you're supposed to do say it'll come out anyway see you next period okay thank you scene opens to miss abrams classroom students are moving about as she enters the classroom she begins writing on the board as the students continue to move about in the class she writes in order to live 
we must first die on the board. So there were three ducks and a goose, and uh, one laid an egg, and, uh, oh, man, I forgot. You forgot the joke? Yeah, I forgot. Uh, Mr. Comedian, <laughs> not. <laughs> they will boo your butt off that stage. No, they won't. Shut up. I will. <laughs> <laughs> the students share a laugh. Miss Abram gives her attention to the class. Students, take out I Believe. So we doing that song again? Yeah, I, I didn't think we were going to do that no more. Of course we are. I know it's been a minute, so it'll be good to hear what you sound like. Toby raises his hand. Excuse me, but on the board, we just going <laughs> not see that? Talk? Discussion, maybe? I know it's not music, but but you wrote. Yes, I wrote that for a reason. You have a response? Of course he does. Yes, of course. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except the corn of wheat fall into the ground, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. The words of Jesus Christ. Uh, this is not church. No, <laughs> this is not church, Karen, but... Deshaun walks in class late with hooded sweatshirt. Deshaun, you're late and please take off that hood. Why? Why? Because class is in session and as a good student, you will respond accordingly. Now have a seat and take off that hood. What? You gonna shoot me? Ooh. Deshaun, that's nonsense. Can't be. That's what happened to Thomas. And that dude didn't even go to jail for it. Like he was innocent or something. That's true. That ain't even right. And why haven't we talked about it? Talked about what, Deshaun? Karen, I see your hand. Please. Well, you still mad at us for bringing that weed to school? Ooh. I told you. It didn't come from him. I picked up the wrong bag. Shoot. There is a better way of handling this. See me after class. All the other teachers did things around the school for him except you. You didn't even go to his funeral. Do you know how much he liked you? Deshaun, I, I couldn't. He was my best friend, and that man murdered him. We don't know that it was a murder. That's bullying, you know it. Deshaun! He didn't attack that man. He wasn't even a fighter like that. Well, the police is saying different, and the accuser... That accuser is a liar. I had just left Thomas. He was walking to the door in some nice neighborhood. We were just talking about this nice neighborhood. A ghost light shines on Thomas, who appears downstage. I live on a street now, not a block. The people look at me and my family funny sometimes. I don't know why. Maybe it's my clothes or my race. Who knows, but I do like my hoodies and my tennis shoes and my skin. I really like my skin, but I don't like stealing and hurting people. And sometimes I feel like that's what people are thinking. It's not their fault all the time. Too much stuff out here saying that we're all the same, but we're not. So we have to assimilate sometimes. Until we find out that's what's really necessary is for us to talk about it, so we all don't die. I don't know, man. Maybe this is our revolution. Because I'm scared sometimes, and I don't want to be. A revolution? It's like he knew something bad was going to happen and walked right into it. And he was scared, even in a nice neighborhood. I told my brother not to pull off until he got inside. And now- Stop. Right now, Deshaun. Just stop, please. I, I can't take it. Please. I just want my friend back. I, I just want him back. Come here, baby. 
We all do. Yes, Karen. Ms. Abram, so are you going to talk about it? We do kind of need it. Singing this song doesn't even feel right without him anymore. He was supposed to call me that night. He didn't. Yeah, I was actually happy you wasn't making us sing that song no more. That's not how you respect those who you love. I ignored them. We owe him more. Okay, okay. Well, the reason why we, I, I haven't talked about what happened to our beloved Thomas is because it's hard for me. So? What do you mean by that? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Listen. Everyone just listen. Thank you. Okay, so, as you all know, I come from another school, and about three years ago, there was a student that committed suicide, and I found him. The most devastating occurrence in my entire teaching career. For two weeks, I could hardly get out of bed. I felt so guilty, so responsible, like, like I didn't do enough, like, like I didn't, but, and now, wow. Thomas. So my lay student, Christopher, had been bullied, teased because of his reading and body. No one knew, but he was sick and having family trouble. Oh my. Ten years of age with terminal diabetes and parents who would prefer a crack pipe over his life. Yeah. So I tried to encourage him. God knows I, I thought I was breaking through, but. So when I heard of what happened to Thomas, I just couldn't. I was, I just couldn't. So I apologize and I thank you for letting me talk or, or forcing me to talk. I guess even the teachers can be like children, trapped in their tantrums of Sorrow unto the right person or persons break us from that burden of tears. So, our fruit, Toby, one should not dismiss the sight of their own teaching that is good. It is then we lose what's necessary to live even after death. So, Deshaun, for Thomas, we will make sure we honor his life. I'll look forward to that CD. It never made it to my desk. Yes, Miss Abram. I believe it will help us all start to heal. Scene opens to a spot on Frank. So I thought I knew her, everything about her, then this. She would tell me so much, but somehow I couldn't make anything of it. You know, I couldn't comprehend it. I, I'm trying. Love is easy. It's the guilt that continues to expand. Why is it so present? Scene opens to Chanel reading the newspaper. There's a story about Thomas. Frank later enters the room. Now this don't make no damn sense. They didn't have to bring Crystal Park into this. Talking about Thomas was a part of a troubled neighborhood. Sis wasn't even living there when she met you. I'm over it. Give me that. Frank! Give it to me. It wasn't all that bad. Calm down. I just can't take any more trash talk about my son. He was a good kid. You know that. Frank, I don't think nobody here is questioning that. Hell, Thomas making noise all over. He's legendary. Yeah, I guess so. No, I know so. With his sweet self. 
Where's my sister? Upstairs. She finally get his room cleaned out? She did that right away, before the funeral. Like, like he was never there. Well, she better than me. I, I probably would not have even touched it. Yeah. So what's on your mind, Frankie? Why you ask that? Uh, that's drink four, and it's not even the weekend, not to mention you're not even buzzed. She won't touch me, barely talks to me. It takes time, Frank. I'm sorry, but it, it's like I want to be there for her, but I don't know how. Look, that was your stepson, but that was her son. And people say that's the hardest death to go through. But she walks around this house and acts like nothing is going on. And I know that she's not okay. She hasn't even cried for him. People grieve different. But not even cry for him? You know how she was about her boys. That's just not normal. Were you, Frank? But Pat's a strong woman, and maybe she does cry, just not in front of you. And that's a problem. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I know it's only a matter of time before. I'm scared, Chanel. Frankie boy. No, this is serious. I mean, self-defense? Some, some stand your ground laws they're talking about? It's what's protecting this criminal? It's bullshit. Yeah. What kind of world is this when the law that's made to protect is actually working against you? I guess I finally see it. The 21st century, race and the abuse of power are real issues that we haven't conquered. And you're just seeing that, Frank? Hell, I'm white. I don't have to see it. That's some ignorant shit to say. What? You don't have to see it? I just meant I don't have to because I didn't have to. I, I've never had to think about it, but but I see it now. Yeah, I bet. You and a whole lot of other folks that look like you. But I give it to y'all. Y'all know how to stick closer to your race than what we do. Because they going to protect that law for as long as your kind's not being affected by it. And that's not ignorant? No. It doesn't work that way. It's still the law. You can believe that if you want. You already said it. Race and power are real issues that we have not conquered. But it's okay, because the more eyes that become open to this mess, the better off we'll be. Yeah, I hope. You know, I dream every night, every other night about us making it, me and Pat. I see her on this road, looking out at the boys, and as I lean in to touch her, I can't. Like she's there, but I, I can't touch her. I don't know how much, I don't know how to touch her anymore. It's, it's I'm just so damn scared. Stop being scared, Frank. You fight for yours now. How? I'm sorry, but when that moron did what he did, he ruined us. Me and Pat were solid. Our family was the future. I, I just don't know anymore. I'm sorry. Stop right there. Stop being sorry for every damn thing is the first thing. I'm sorry. Ugh, stop! You haven't done nothing wrong. Why do I feel that way? So guilty. Because you want to be the hero for every damn thing. What you could have done differently. Here it is. You're supposed to be grieving yourself, but you too worried about how that black woman upstairs is going to view your white ass. Yes, I am. But that's not your problem. But that's stupid. Who am I to her if she can't depend on me? <laughs> Let me keep it real with you. What folks think about you ain't none of your business. I'm sorry. No, that was in a different context. But what does that even mean? She's my wife. 
Of course what she thinks about me is my business. Not when you're doing everything right. Uh, okay, but what if I'm not? But what if you are? Boss up, you'll be fine. Thanks for that, sis. No problem. Patricia enters. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, honey. Hey. It's getting close to time to pick up Jeremy. Anne should be here uh, soon to make dinner. Frank, where is some aspirin around here? Got a little headache? Something. Um, sure, we got something. Frank grabs aspirin. Got a letter from Thomas' school. They want me as a keynote speaker at this year's spring concert. You're going to do it? I don't know. So much going on in a day, everybody's wanting something, and I appreciate all the efforts I, I do, but I just, I just want my family right now. I can place Ann back on a full-day schedule if you want. Yeah, that may help. I'll let you know. Girl, our old neighborhood did a march all the way downtown yesterday. Oh, yeah? Old Crystal Park? Hmm. Hate I missed that. Yep, and you would have been so proud of Crystal Park. Lots of people, and they all asking about you, too. Yeah? What time is it? Uh, 3.40. All right, I'm going to head out. Babe, you know it's like another 20 minutes before he gets to the corner. I know. I, I can go and meet him if you want me to. No, no need. I got this. Baby. No, Frank. Just letting you know that I'm here. I know you're here. I'll see you guys when I get back. Okay. Patricia exits. Frankie boy, just let it go. What? Come on. <laughs> it's... It's just not fair. It's not fair. Patricia steps into light special. She speaks. He wanted me to talk, say something to help him heal. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't even know how I'm doing it for myself. I tell people, you know, the ones that want to know, God won't let the pain stay. It doesn't linger like the dew of the dawn and the dust of a new day. It only expands and withers thrusting through a wind carrying new mornings where life can begin again. I started writing that way. It just comes to me. Change mimics the folly of a desolate child who becomes astray, and then the feeding from the shepherd whose hand had settled the soul leaves a new ray to welcome the light of day. It was hard for him, but she knew how to make it easy. Call it experience. Scene opens to the Walton's home. Jeremy and Anne are on stage. Anne has just prepared dinner for the house. Jeremy is reluctant to eat it. Anne notices it and tries to assist. So, you just going to look at the food? I don't want it. No, said Jeremy. Eating is good. But, uh, Okay, Miss Anne, when people die, is it because they're bad people or good people? Mm. Quite a big question, young Jeremy. And people die because, you know, I just don't know. People die because people die, good or bad. Oh, okay. Jeremy, stand up. Come on. Chest out. You feeling sad? Yeah. You don't want to feel sad, right? No. So, we make sad go away. How? Again, chest out. Head up. Look sadness in the face. You doing it? What? I don't get it. You have a bright mind, kid. Look at sadness. Okay. And you say, you want to mess with me? 
You wanna mess with me? Huh? That's silly, Miss Anne. Do it, okay? Okay, here goes. You wanna mess with me? You wanna mess with me, huh? You don't wanna mess with me, cause I'll beat you down. Wow. <laughs> I bet Sadness is scared now. I think we got him. Really? Really. Now, you know what to do. And maybe it doesn't answer why people die, but it helps you learn what people can do to live. Now, eat. You need your strength if you have to fight again. Yep, and I'm going to be ready. That's right. Scene opens to Frank and Pat sitting at the lawyer's office. They begin to discuss the case. So, I've spoken again with the police who filed the report, and he's holding to Brady's story of having reasonable cause. Reasonable cause? This is unbelievable. How is this even real? He was a child, for God's sake. I do apologize. You must believe me when I say that I am tooth and nail, but this stand-your-ground law lacks room. Okay, so how do we fight this? Grassroots. I'll go with the sympathy vote. Get more city officials involved, speak out more. Please, Mrs. Walton, you've declined on every opportunity for public exposure for the past three weeks, and those were more important ones that could have really gotten this story the proper attention. Trust me, we can all draw our own opinion with how we view on this matter. But it's Brady's story that's on the police report, and that should not be. This case needs a trial. I agree. Frank goes to touch Patricia. She pulls away. What if he were a white kid? Frank. I keep playing this back in my head. I'm sure you have too. Does this go down any differently in other cases where the kid is white? I'm listening. When the Hoffmans, I'm guessing a pretty big deal, white family's home just eight blocks over was broken into, there were cops for five consecutive days, but the killing of my black son was limited to one night? Now that's no cause for examination? You fight dirty, Mr. Walton, and I like it. Mrs. Walton? Frank has spoken, so I guess we know what to do now. Thank you for your time. Patricia exits. Pat! Listen, I don't care. Do what you have to do. You have my commitment to you and your family. Scene opens outside of the Walton's home. Sorry. Sir, ma'am? Can I help you? My God, you are ever striking. Thank you. Do I know you? Of course not. There's no way for that, but we, we do have common interests, mother to mother. Sally Mahoney at Brandonton. Uh, get her away from me. Please don't just walk away, it's rude. How dare you? Pat. No, Frank, what the hell gives you the audacity? Because we both want the same thing. A mother knows her child, and I know, but he's been not well for a long time since his daddy died right in front of him, for God's sake. He's angry, and I guess we didn't help that much, spoiling him the way we do, and I'm sorry. But if he gets arrested, and Lord Jesus, if it goes to trial, you just gotta go easy on him. He's fragile. Wouldn't last a minute, but I'll settle. And I promise, you'll have to set a stone for me too if they had to kill him. Mother to mother, you can't defend a man like he's still a child. So start picking out your stone because I'm fighting this to the death. That doesn't make God smile. That doesn't make God smile. Life's to pull on Alfred, who is sitting at home watching television. Brady rings the doorbell. Alfred answers the door and Brady rushes in Alfred's home. I don't know what I'm thinking. A damn kid is draining my brain. I can't even sleep. Alfred, my whole life has changed. 
think I can stay here tonight? Can't do that. Fear of my own life if I let that happen. You're not the most liked person right now, Brady. People want you dead. People can kiss my ass. Well, that's unnecessary language. You know what I don't get about this whole thing? People talk about what they don't want, walking the streets, absorbing our tax dollars. That kid, he was going to end up in prison one day. And you know whose money would have been holding him there? Yours and mine. Wow. Never heard it said that way before. Yeah, well, now you hear it. You mentioned how the death of that kid drains your brain. You want to talk about that night, maybe? Why? You a damn cop now? And no, you were there. Just making conversation. You know what? It's humiliating. The story doesn't change, Alfred. Those kids are, are damn hooligans. Damn walking mucks. Just calm down, Brady. Take this beer. Thanks. I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. You wait for the ones the world cares the least and fears the most to make any subtle move. Hard stares. The way they dress. All that attitude. Yep. You wait. And then you attack back, but harder. They shouldn't see it coming. That, that's what my daddy taught me. We have a right to defend ourselves from the things we don't like. Right? The ones that no one cares about? The world's never going to miss those kinds of people. My daddy was a lie. Seems like the whole world's crying over this kid. Ain't nobody crying for me. You know, I was thinking, I'm sure it helps that your daddy was a former sheriff, right? Gotta buy you some credit with the town police. What are you getting at? Just wondering. Did that police tell you to say that the boy attacked you? That's stupid. Why would they do that? I just keep trying to play it all back in my head, too. That night. Having trouble sleeping. Finding reason. Just can't figure out for the life of me why you couldn't just wait for the police. I was not going to let another monster loose on the street. You know, I sit and watch every morning, surveillance in the neighborhood, watching the families get their children ready for school, wives getting their husbands ready for work. I used to sit and watch that boy handle his little brother every morning. It was like a dad to a son. It was something to see. Vicious killer, a hooligan. Maybe when he was under attack, he could be all those things, but... Yeah, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm guilty, Brady. I should have done more to stop you. That kid was innocent, and you are nothing shy of a stone-cold murderer. When and if that time ever comes, I will testify against you. I promise. Because you're a danger to yourself and this community. And with that, you are no longer welcome in my home... And God bless the day the law snatches away every civilian right you have. Find a way to deal with your pain and confess before others end up hurt. You don't know me. You can't even begin. Lights fade and move to Anne. She speaks. That night, I saw him walking away from the neighbor's house. For a moment, I didn't know what to do. So I didn't. I thought it'd be best not to alarm the family. I thought I would be frightened, but no. I looked at him. I stood tall, chest out, head up, and I looked him right in the eye. He knew. He knew. Scene opens to the Walton's home. Pat is outside and Frank later joins her. Hey baby, can I sit with you? Sure, why not? Finding a new habit? Maybe. Glad you finally asked to join me. I didn't know that you would want me. Why would you think that? 
I don't know. Just figured. Okay. I hear you. I keep looking up. Maybe for an answer? What does it all mean? You? Asking questions? <laughs> Thought you had this thing in the bag. Don't be so absent, Frank. What? I'm serious. I keep seeing you towering with this unimaginable strength. I don't get how you can do this. What? Survive? Surviving is nothing new to me. I have to. But how do we share? I want to share. I want to make this lighter for you. I wish it was too deep just between me and God. But I'm your husband, babe. Doesn't God release some of that for me to be brave too? You don't want this. Yes, I do. Hell, I know you're hurting. But then it it's like you're ignoring it like it, it's not there. And the lawyer's office? You didn't want to speak, so I spoke for you. Okay. But I'm not the one people want to hear from. It's you. And again, you keep walking away. Frank, please. I can't stand to fight. I come out here for my peace. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to take your peace away, but I can hardly find mine these days trying to spare yours. I can understand that, too. Maybe that's something you and God need to figure out. Or just me and my wife. It's just simple stuff that I need to comprehend. Like what? Like, like crying. Really crying. I haven't even seen you cry for Thomas yet. You know how strange that is to me? I deal with things in my own way, in my own time. God, that drives me crazy. My, hell, who am I to you? How can we ever make a marriage work when it's just you that's controlling everything? You control everything so much, you don't even know how to grieve for your own damn son. Don't! Don't do this to me. Honey, I'm just saying that you don't have to keep playing the superhero. Let's start to make sense of all of this. Together. I just swear you're going to leave me one day. Why won't you just say what's on your mind? We, we can't act like nothing has happened. So you want me to say that this happened? Every mental block I have placed just for my own sanity? Just knock it down. Is that what you want me to do? Well... Just explode. Deal with every emotion in front of everyone who I think might care. Because that's what my family did. Took everything to stop my cousins from gunning down my neighbor's home. Yep, shoot out right here in the Upper East Side. How's that for your morning news? Does that make more sense to you? Reacting without the thought of what happens next? That or some kind of performance? Performance? I did mean it that way. Damn it! Well, what other way? I, I mean, just act normal, for God's sake. If normal is what you saw with my family, then call me the oddball. I'm not like my family. I'm not like you, and I dare not give you some black circus act just because that's how you think I should perform. Oh, no. Don't go there. Oh, why not? You went there. This is what you wanted to hear, right? Oh, this is me sharing, and I hope your white ass enjoying it. Don't talk to me like that. Why not? I'm just showing you how I'm feeling. How you handling it, white boy? White boy? Wow. Really? Don't you? Don't what? Make this about race? Oh, please. Let's make this about race. We will not. Oh, sure. It's crossed your mind. It's crossed mine, too. My black son was killed by a white man. 
It was a white policeman that let that criminal go. And an old white neighborhood where it all happened. Please, Pat. No, I've said it before. I protect my children from trouble. Uptown, downtown, trouble is everywhere. And it has no respect for color or location. This time, trouble was racism. I hate crime with white hands all over it to cover up the mess they made with my black child. So yes, race is an issue. And I hope you see it and you get it. Yes, I, I get it. Thug, an outlaw, drugs, alcohol abuse. When things like that are attached to your child, you don't want to say it, but you get it. If, but when it's none of that, and you really thought you did everything right to protect, Frank, I am living the nightmare of every black mother in this nation. None of us sleep well at night when our children are away because we don't know if they're going to make it home. Because of... But he was home. He was home. I get that. I, I get it. More than ever. And still, that doesn't help me deal with you. Deal with me? Yes. God, Frank. So we can move on. So that we can know if you and me are worth fighting for anymore. To know if... To know if I blame you for the death of my child. That's the closure that you really want. And that's the closure that you need to ask. Well, do you... I don't know. It's also... I look at you. And sometimes, I hate you. I hate that I married you. I hate that I let you move me here. I hate that I love you. I hate the color of your skin. I hate. But it's a useless emotion and it doesn't get us anywhere. I lost a child, Frank. My child. And you dare to think that I'm not feeling anything. I cry, but alone. I'm dealing with me first because I know that you can't handle it. Jeremy looks at me every day like he's about to burst into tears at any moment. And again, there's someone who cannot handle it. I have found a piece that tries to get away from me each and every day. But to leave you, to abandon my son, to break, I can't handle. So as much as I look at you and I hate you, I love you even more and that's what's important to me. I need to know how I can make it better for you. Please, just understand, you can't. God, you wanted my tears. Well, here they are. Here's my tears, my pain, my thoughts, and what can you do about it? It hurts, Frank. I'm a mother. A mother who was not able to protect her child, and he got away from me. Do you know what that feels like? Do you? Do you know? What? Why, God, why? I'm so sorry. I'm here, babe. I'm right here. 
We're in this together, okay? You hear me? You, me, Jeremy, Thomas, one day at a time, okay? Yeah. We're gonna get to that promised land. Yes, we are. All men are created equal, huh? <sighs> no, Frank. Oh, come on. Nothing like a little Martin Luther inspiration to empower the moment. Come on, all men. All men are created equal. That's right. Black men and white men. White man and black woman. Jews and Gentiles. Protestants and priests. Free at last, baby, we are free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free at last. At a time like this, I could hear my grandma saying, travesty is not your tragedy, just a mere memory of a reality once lived. In our reality, each and every day is keeping Thomas' spirit alive, keeping this family spirit alive. We are the change, baby. Yeah, we are the change. Whoa, whoa, you got the best of my love. Seed opens the school auditorium. Miss Abram is busy getting the students prepared to go on stage. Mrs. Walton walks up to Miss Abram. Scene begins. Good evening, good evening. Thank you all for attending this year's spring concert. We have a host of wonderful presentations that will be performed by the students of Ledoux High School. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy. And now, our MC, Jonathan Tatum. Hello to all you beautiful people out there. I, I, I mean, everyone is just so beautiful, just beautiful. I'm Jonathan, and I have some jokes, and I hope you enjoy them. So, uh, so, so what do you call a dinosaur when it's sleeping? <laughs> a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You'll get it later. Why does a flamingo only lift one leg? If it lifts two, it would fall. Duh. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you another joke about pencils, but it doesn't have a point. <laughs> okay, okay, last one, last one. What has 20 legs and sings? A school choir. And with that, you've been a great audience, and I present the Ledoux School Choir with music mixed by our very own Deshaun Wilson and our late friend Thomas Walton. We miss you, man. Led by Ms. Abram, the students gather on stage. Before we perform our opening song, I wanted to give words in honor of our late student. I was hoping his mother would be here tonight, but... I... She's here. Excuse me? She's here, and, and she's ready to speak. Uh, uh, that, that's what the note says. Oh, well, thank you, Mr. MC. <laughs> what a great surprise. So, I'm being told that she is here. And what better person to honor our late and beloved Thomas Walton than his mother? Ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Walton. I first want to thank the school, the community for all of your generous contributions. I'm just grateful, me and my family. I am kind of last minute with this, so I'm going to, I'm gonna just speak from the heart. So indescribable that night. Honestly, it was my will 
to vacate from that memory as much as possible. But what's in you has to eventually come out. Die empty. Your emotions, experiences, you can't take them with you. It's for you to share, to make peace. Yeah. <laughs> peace. So my son was an incredible human being. I could depend on him like nothing else. Both of my boys, we were a team. And that team was broken the day my son's life was taken. The blatant ignorance of one man's convictions is just not a good thing. It only builds on the hate that we so desperately try to escape. So it has to stop. The violence, the hate. And that's why I'm here tonight, speaking out, confronting a condition that forgets that we are human beings first. And God bless whatever you you're given. We are living, breathing bodies before colors, before race, before nationalities, cultural differences, politics. We are first humans with life. How easy it has come for another man to take one's life, to respond so harshly to matters that is less of the other's own control. That is not for us to choose. Racism, violence, hate, prejudices make a difference of life and death that we cannot be unaware of. No, we need to learn how to cope, to deal with our own issues so that we respond more rational to problems that we may have with each other. How many times I wanted to face the man that ended my son's life. How easy it was for me to say to the many willing phone calls, find him and kill him. So then he dies. And what has been proven? A growth of senseless violence and hate that now I'm guilty of as well. And that's not the legacy I want to leave. And that I will choose. Yes, we are all different and we won't always get along. But in those moments of contention, dislike, hate, that's not the time to respond with hate. Seeing we move to blows of different characters on stage speaking out. That's the time. Learn how to grow differently with right respect. Start asking questions. And getting answers. It's a space to learn how to heal from within. Because like Sis said, sometimes you have to deal with yourself first before anybody else can deal with you. And even if you gotta cry alone, just so you can hear yourself. And God, you gotta find that time to heal. I know it can be hard to hear God speaking at times when there's so much noise in the room. But you gotta learn how to drown out the sounds that make you crazy inside. Even for Jeremy, I tell him, just go and play outside. It makes things better for him. And I make sure I'm always watching. Always good to have more eyes watching. Another heart caring. That knows how to love you in the right direction. <sighs> this is a tremendous journey that I know I have more to endure. But I know with love and patience, I, we will get through it. I would tell my boys. I am my brother's keeper and my mom's keeper too. 
and Frank Dad. So with that, I ask for you to be the village that keeps me and my family uplifted, and we will you. This event did not just affect my home, but many homes. And it's time to take a stronger stance, to say their names in a way that not only removes the stains of injustice, but leaves a marks of progress and movement, change. And I get it, it's not an overnight success, but it has to happen. And we will continue in mourning for the loss of those who could be your loved one. As we know, justice has not prevailed for my son, but it will. Mr. Brady Mahoney will have his day in court. Scene moves to Alfred's home. Brady is in Alfred's room waiting. Sally and Brady sit in this room as Alfred opens the door for the police. I'll get him. Unlock the door, Brady. It's me. They're here. My daddy. Why did he lie to me? Because somebody lied to him, baby. Mama's here. Mama's always going to be here. You did the right thing, turning yourself in. Mama's so proud of you. Really, Mama? You bet your best fried bologna sandwich I am. Brady Mahoney, you're under arrest. Alfred. Yeah? Thanks for helping me do what I couldn't do myself. Thank you. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say or do can only help the mission grow stronger. We will stand our ground and speak out against abuse and the cruelty of violence, racism, prejudice, injustice, hate, trouble. It has to stop. Because I believe like our ancestors believe that we will get to that promised land. And like my son who would sing of a world that is so pure and free, I believe that we must, that we can, and we will break free. I believe. No justice. No peace. End of show. You're listening to Lights, Audio, Action on St. Louis Public Radio. Listen to full episodes, go behind the scenes, show notes, episode insights, and more. stlpr.org slash lights. Thanks for listening.